Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm excited to have you here today for episode number 56. I am talking with Dennis and Caleb. They are the hosts of the DC Experiment. And these are dads who are Christian, who are encouraging, who are basically trying to do the male version of what I do, which is from their own words, by the way. Um, And I'm just so grateful that we got to connect. Um, This is the first episode with them, and you're going to hear from them again next month. Um, So this is a two-part conversation that I had with them about tips for being a present dad and how to encourage our husbands to be present without nagging. You are going to love the words of wisdom they share with you today. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Dennis and Caleb from the DC Experiment. Welcome to the podcast, Dennis and Caleb from the DC Experiment. I'm super excited to have you guys here. (laughs) Hey, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having us. We are so excited. Dennis and I were talking about it. And uh, we're just like, dude, we get to be on Stephanie's podcast, yeah. 500 Seconds <laughs> to Joy. And my wife listens to you. And it's just exciting. And, and, and it's an honor. Thank you for having us. Yeah, You're so welcome. Thanks for being here. Like I said before we started recording, I love having guys on because it's so nice to get that male perspective. And today we're going to talk about practical tips for being a present dad. And then kind of a little subtitle is encouraging our husbands to be present without nagging. So I think that's Mm. super important. We want to hear from you guys about that. Um, And then can you just start before we dive into the topic, just a little bit about yourselves and your families and kind of, you know, why you started your podcast, The DC Experiment? Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm going to let Dennis go first since he's the D D. in the DC (laughs) Experiment. Yeah. uh, So I been married for 22 years we dated for six years before we got married so i kind of consider us being together for 28 um we we met in high school and got married in 98 and then yeah we got two kids we live in billings we moved up to billings in 2000 and had my son when it was 2002 so he's 18 and my daughter is 14 so we had two kids and we've, we've homeschooled them. And uh, yeah, right now I'm a full-time martial arts instructor here in Billings. Known Caleb, he's one of my first students, honestly, in when we when I opened up the studio, um, we were doing classes in a church gymnasium and Caleb came to one of our first classes. And That's right. I know a lot kinda, and my whole body is a weapon. We kind of hit it off. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, so um, this whole dad thing is, you know, it's been morphing and changing, you know, parenting classes are fun, but you got to retake them like over and over again. And, Mm. and, uh, the husband thing is, is always challenging just because, uh, you know, I'm, I don't have it all together. And I don't think, I know Caleb and I would both sit here and say, we don't have all the answers. We don't know everything, but, uh, we're, we're doing our best. And that's, that's really what, uh, what we do with our podcast. Um, yeah, you know, and then I guess, yeah, well, um, I've been married. Well, in June will be 18 years. I met Kimberly. We went to a Christian college together and uh, I met her there, thought she was awesome. Um, and we got married shortly thereafter. And we kind of waited about six years to start having kids. Um, wanted to just kind of build our relationship. But uh, when we decided to start having kids, our firstborn uh, was Jonathan. And he was born with spina bifida. And we had no clue what that was. And so mm-hmm. I talk about that in the in the podcast. Uh, come to find out he was born paralyzed and with, and had to have a shunt and, and he doesn't speak or talk. And 
that really pushed me as a new father and a uh, fairly new husband. And I had this kid that I had no clue what to do. Uh, first of all, parents don't even know what to do when they get a, a, a baby that's completely healthy. And we didn't know what to do with a baby, let alone a special needs one. And so that is what really challenged my faith and really um, forced me to make a decision. Hey, am I going to trust God and follow God with this? Or am I going to try and lean on my own understanding? And uh, the Bible is actually pretty clear about that. Don't lean on your own understanding, <laughs> you know, follow after me. And so uh, it was two years there of going back and forth. And, and I share that. Um, and after, after that, we had uh, three more boys. So we have a total of four boys in our house. And uh, I am constantly learning and developing to try and be what Christ asked me to do, to love my wife and uh, like Christ loved the church and, and love my children and serve them and, and lead them in the way they should go. Yeah. And so <clears throat> Dennis and I challenge each other because we've known each other for, like I said, almost 20 years. And uh, we started meeting for breakfast yeah. uh, every Wednesday and encouraging each other and uh, just kind of check in, you know, yeah. how, how things are going and to bring so, accountability to each other, yep, to yep. encourage each other and to challenge each other. Like if I was struggling, Dennis would say, hey, come on, man, let's let's pray about this. You can do better. And uh, this is what the Bible says about it. And I am so thankful for his friendship. Well, one day at breakfast, I said, this would be great to share this. <laughs> And to encourage and to encourage other dads out there because you're encouraging me and I encourage you, but there are so many other dads out there that are struggling, that feel isolated, that feel alone, and then especially during this time oh, with the whole COVID nineteen thing happening, we're all isolated and we're all worrying and have fear. And man, my heart uh, just kind of exploded with love for all these. Husbands and fathers, you know, don't give up. Keep going. Keep trying. It's very hard. Uh, being married and having children is one of the hardest things I've ever done in my yeah, life. Totally. But it is one of the most rewarding things. And mm -hmm. so that's why we wanted to start this podcast. Yeah. We just want to be an encouragement to husbands and fathers out there. And, you know, we, we've, it's funny. We have listeners who are, are women as well. Um, you know, the, the wives of I mean, my wife listens, Caleb's wife listens. I know there's some other ladies that we know who, who listen as well. And so, you know, I think there's some things that we talk about that um, it can be encouraging to anybody, honestly. And that's that's really we, we want to do that. Our, our kind of mission, I guess, if you want to call it that is towards husbands and fathers. But, you know, yeah, the things we talk about are pretty universal. Well, exactly. And we have a concern for society as a whole yeah. because uh, we talk we actually had this. Uh, interview with another guy um that's coming out next week jeff struker an army ranger but we were talking about how the cornerstone of a healthy society is a healthy family yep. mm -hmm. and the cornerstone of a healthy family is the father leading his family and the cornerstone of a healthy father is jesus christ yep. and so the thing is we need jesus to lead us and we need to be those servant leaders to lead our families and where our families need to lead the communities and we can we and i and the, the, i really believe this that it's not just a, a high in the sky dream i really believe that if we can transform our families men that we can transform our communities and yeah. we can uh, start going back to christ where we need to be yeah. i agree yeah i think that's why you know talking about you know, being a present dad, being fully there, being intentional, like not being half there, 
um, not being distracted with family. Um, of course, no one's going to be perfect at this, but I think, you know, dads who can just fully be engaged with their, with their wives, with their children. I mean, I just think that is so powerful and that's why, you know, just knowing your mission. And then this topic kind of came to me because I've been on being present as a mom, as a wife, but I think it's, it's important to hear the male perspective. It's important to hear, well, what are the tips for dads? Because I think it's, it's very different. Most dads, um, you know, work outside the home right now, probably most dads are working from home, which is a whole nother <laughs> yeah, topic. Right. But, you know, when, when things are just a little bit more normal um, and, you know, dads are maybe working outside the home and they're gone and then they come home, maybe they have a commute and some time to de-stress and kind of, you know, decompress, or maybe they don't. And then they just get thrown into family life, which is very different from work mm -hmm. life. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think there's this like image of, and there was some recent YouTube video that my brother-in-law sent me on this. There was this image of this, like, there's this dad who comes home and he's like on his phone and his wife is trying to talk to him and his kids are pulling at his legs. And it's like, oh, I just need a moment. And I completely respect that. But at the same time, you know, God calls us to something more. He calls us to greatness and that's for husbands and wives. But since I'm talking to you guys, um, you know, for husbands, let's, let's talk about it. You know, how, how can dads be more present? And, you know, for you guys, what does this mean to you? Like, how have you personally worked on this in your own life? Um, I'd love to hear from each of you on it. Yeah. Well, you know, it is a work in progress because I have to say, and I think Caleb would agree that, you know, neither one of us really are really excellent at this all the time. You know, we, we, we still screw Definitely up. Definitely not. We, we do some, I, would, I just had a conversation with my wife the other night about being on my phone, and, uh, <laughs> you know, so, so it's something we still mess up. But the, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot on our, on our podcast is, is these kind of two words one or two phrases where, you know, want to show up and the others do your best. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's really about all we can control, right? Is, is our attitude and our effort. You know, so that if, if we can maintain that positive attitude, you know, you get home from a hard day at work and yeah, you might need some decompression time, but there's, there's a, there's an appropriate time for that. Right. And, and that may not be like right when you get home because in it, it, it might, and that's something you have to work out within your own family, but um, spending some one-on-one -on -one FaceTime with your wife is really, really valuable thing. Um, my wife and I try to do this as frequently as we can. Um, just even if it's 10 or 15 minutes, you know, we do a little, little, uh, simultaneous foot rub and talk about the day and stuff. And, and, and we we're pretty good at that a lot, but, and, and sometimes we don't get to it, but we do our best to make that happen. And that helps to establish that connection. And we talk about the day and things going on now, you know, there's communication things too, that, that, uh, you know, I, tend to, I want to ask about her day because she needs to talk and she needs to get those things out. And there are things that I, you know, it's, it's different for guys and, and gals. It just, you know, we communicate differently and she has to figure out how to get things out of me and I have to figure out how to get things out of her so that we can um, establish that good communication with one another. And each couple has to kind of figure that out amongst themselves. I don't know, there's in a whole lot of uh, specificity, you know, about, you know, there's something that works to everybody every time, but just, I think spending the time it's probably the most important thing is taking that 10 or 15 minutes and being consistent at it. Um, 
and having that FaceTime. And, and, and that means without the kids too, like kids are going to go, Oh, and they go, Hey, this is our, you know, couch time. This is our time to spend together. You guys hold on, hold on. We'll be right with you. And you got to kind of teach them and train them in that process. And this is mom and mom and dad's time. And, and one of the things that I know that, that we learned that uh, the children, once they get that process and they understand, all right, this is mom and dad's couch time. Uh, they, they find security in that too. And they find that, uh, you know, if mom and dad's relationship is solid, then we're, we're pretty okay too. And they tend to behave better and they tend to, they're, they're more secure in the relationship when they know that mom and dad are solid. And so, I mean, that's one of the more important things I think that guys can do is spend that time with your wife. You know, yes, kids are important in a family, but the husband wife relationship is the most important relationship in the household. And then kids are a nice welcome addition to the household and they need to know that honestly i mean kids need to know that the kids can't come first husbands and wives have to work on each other first and then you can add the kids and then you can add other relationships and things out on the outside but once everybody in the household is um on the same page as far as that goes you know it makes relating to one another easier and, and the time we spend with one another uh, more productive honestly yeah, yeah no i love that and uh I think that works a lot with uh, older kids, with younger kids. I know for me, because I go out and work, I come home and uh, my wife's got the new baby and we've got a, a, a six, eight and 11 year old and uh, they need help. So what I do when I come home, I do take a little break and my wife is so gracious with me. She's like, okay, I know you need to take a break. So I go, I take a shower, I change my clothes and it's like I'm taking off the hat. You know, I'm taking off that work hat. And I'm putting on the family guy hat and she gives me about 30 minutes to adjust there, which I so appreciate. And then she, she needs a break. She needs help because she's been going all day. Yeah, she's uh, been working too. Huh? She's been working hard, man. And uh, that's one thing. If I could give advice to guys, don't ever say that you're working harder than your wife. Oh, God, no. uh, yeah, that'll just get you nowhere. <laughs> but, uh, so, Great advice, then, guys. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, um, and then I jump in. So I get, she allows me my break. And then she's like, okay, I need you to be with kids and help out. And I start doing that. And what we do is once we get to the point of bedtime, after bedtime, we have a dedicated time just for us. Once we get all the kids in bed, everybody's squared away. We call it our reconnect time nice. where we sit on the couch and we talk to each other. We share um, about each other's days, some concerns, you know, behavioral issues with the kids or whatever. And then we have a time of praying together. So we try to pray every night and then we just reconnect and then off to bed we go. But um, to, for some practical tips, um, Oh, I was going to say this too. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, right. It is so hard. Like I, I can't uh, sit here and be like, okay, here's what you need to do. Number one, number two, number three, <laughs> because I'm still learning. I'm still um, trying to be aware of my behavior. And I tell you what, even for guys, you have to remember, put the phone down yeah. and look at your children. One thing that just absolutely irritates me is when I see a kid like literally like pulling on his dad or his mom, like, hey, mom, mom, mom. And they're just that I've seen parents literally just look at the phone, ignoring their kids. And that breaks my heart. Put the phone down, yeah. look at your kids, give them the attention they need. And that is one practical way to be present. And one thing I'm learning too, and this is, I have, I do good on some days and then I have some rough days where I'm not as good <laughs> as good where I am tired. Um, but I try to find things that my kids like to do 
right now my kids are way into Legos. And so, uh, and, and the thing that I try to keep in perspective, it's such a short period of time with your kids okay. at this certain age because they want me to play Legos. They're like, dad, look what I built. Dad, come, uh, come play camper with me with the Legos, whatever. And I, and I catch myself like, man, I don't want to, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And playing Legos is not important to me, but it <laughs> is important to them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's important to them. And the fact is give it a couple of years. And guess what? Those calls of action are going to stop coming. They are. They're not going to be like, dad, I want you to play Legos. I can be like, dad, get out of my room. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, I have to, even though I'm tired and I'm exhausted, I have to seize the moment to build these relationships because everything is an investment. And we talk about this on the podcast too, that you have to invest in your wife, your relationship with your marriage. You have to invest in your children and it is hard and it is not easy and it is difficult, but the rewards of those in the future are you can't count them they're immeasurable yeah. and so I, per, I i actually will put my phone down go play legos with my kids and they love it and they eat it up and i know i have to do it yeah. so good tips. yeah that i like i wrote that word down invest and i circled it oh, caleb you said something about that i really think gets to the heart of the matter is putting the phone down, you know, that distraction free time. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't even have to be that long, right? I think, you know, we have in our mind that presence means like, we're playing with our kids all day, or we're talking with our spouse for, you know, a whole hour. And that can be overwhelming, especially for guys, probably because women are typically the ones who want to connect and talk about their feelings and all of that good stuff. And Mm -hmm. I know Mm -hmm. in my marriage, you know, sometimes it feels like I have so many things to say. And then my husband's like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. And then there's not much, you know, it's just like, I could talk for an hour basically. Um, Mm -hmm. Which is probably why I have a podcast. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. No, I'm the but same the way. Distraction I can... free. The distraction free time. I just think you really hit on something there about investing in that distraction free time. You know, with our spouse, with our kids, it's hard. I think I like that you admit that it's hard, and that you talk about how you don't always do it well. Because I don't either. So I really appreciate that honesty. <laughs> Well, that's, that's the, you know, the second thing that we always talk about, you know, there is show up, but it's, it's just do your best. You know, we can, we can only ask that of, of ourselves. You know, I can't, I can't ask that of anybody else. I can only do my best. I can only give the best effort I can give. And sometimes I fail and sometimes I screw it up and, and, and sometimes I'm successful and, and we try to, you know, relish and, and cherish those successes together and I'll, but also acknowledge the failures and go, you know what? Hey, I messed up. And, and to be open and honest with my wife and my kids, you go, man, I messed up last night. I'm sorry. Mm, and, I love that. and I'm going to, I'm going to try to do better. And, and just to, to, to be vulnerable with one another mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. let, let them all know that nobody in the house is perfect and nobody in the house should be held to that standard, but we're going to try to do this as best we can together. And that's, then that's mm-hmm. the most important thing when they know that, that uh, we're all in this together, we're a team love that building the team yeah. i love that mm-hmm. okay that's it for part one stick around for part two because dennis and caleb are dropping more truth bombs so much more goodness there okay talk to you soon bye for now